same shirt that Aurelia has taken pictures of me preaching in this same shirt. So as you scroll back through, that's probably that. Um, and then in comedy, uh, they talk about, uh, comedians often talk about giving their best tight five uh, for like late shows and stuff like that. So when Aurelia asked me if I wanted to share a bit of uh, a mini homily, I'm giving you my best tight five today. So this is the best I can do in five minutes. So we'll see, we'll see what I can do. So as I think about my journey over the past two and a half years to this place, there has really been one defining term that's really stuck out and challenged not only my faith but my life. And that thing that I want to share to you today is a word of encouragement, a word of challenge for you. And it's really simple. It's risk. Risk. Not a thrill-seeking risk or a gambling risk, but a risk of true courage. Risk of faith. And, and I realize the irony of me speaking about risk and courage because uh, I have a natural propensity towards fear. Uh, I'm an Enneagram 6, a phobic Enneagram 6 at that. And so I, I struggle with fear, uh, and I usually look for the most safest, reliable solution, the one that will grant me the most comfort, security, and safety. But if I've learned anything in this life over the past couple of years, it's that the best of life and faith is lived at that sweet intersection where you trust self and God and let go. It's, it's unfortunate to think that most of us and the churches and communities that we've come from have operated out of fear rather than this spirit of courage. And, and honestly, I don't fault them for that. I don't fault people for being more fearful. That's just how we're wired as humans. Our natural instinct is to not die. <laughs> we want to live and avoid suffering. So yeah, safety is important. But there's this parable in the Gospel of Matthew um, where Jesus tells this story about three workers. And uh, he's commissioned uh, these three workers, this master has commissioned these three workers to oversee his finances while he's gone. And one got five bags of gold, another got two, and another got one. And the first two doubled their investment. But in fear, the third worker hid his investment into the ground. Now, this is where the story gets a little unconventional. Because conventional wisdom would suggest that all of the workers did good. No one lost any money. And for me, as a fearful six, that's a good thing. But instead... The first two workers are praised for doubling their manager's investments, while the third worker, who hid his money in the ground, is thrown out and chastised by the manager. Now, for someone like me who values safety, this story is bass-ackwards. He, he didn't lose anything. He didn't lose anything. So why is, the, why is he in trouble? But he also didn't gain anything. He didn't gain anything, and I think that's the point. Like the third servant, I've often chose, chosen the safest measures to protect my life and my faith. Safe theology, safe decision-making, safe financial practices. And in doing so, I think that I've missed out on some opportunities to expand the kingdom of God, not only in my life, but in the life of those around me. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm here in this moment, at this point in time, to say I'm just done with playing it safe. I'm just done with it. 
it's not that I don't still have it because I do. <laughs> it's built into me. I'm scared to death most of the time. But uh, Franklin Roosevelt said this, and I love it. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than the fear. Something else is more important than the fear. For me, having a life of margin and freedom is more important than financial security. Living a life of intentional purpose and joy is more important than establishing a career. Having an open and free and inclusive theology <laughs> defined only by radical love is more important than the fear of not having the right answers. Pursuing justice and equality for all people is more important than the fear of losing or offending those around me. It just is. I want to live a life that's courageous and, and faith-filled. That's what faith is. Risk. Willing to take risks to follow spirit wherever it leads. And I want to lean wholeheartedly into the command, and it is the most, uh, most given command in Scripture, do not be afraid. Do not fear. No longer do I want to let my life be defined by fear and safety. Rather, I want to be, be defined by courage. Courage to step out and to do something that might fail, which Sarah has pointed out that I've done several times. Courage that may cause loss, that may be personally uncomfortable. And the kind of the sucky part about all this is I'm asking you to hold me to this as a part of this service. Hold me to this. When my propensity is fear, tell me to choose courage. And I'm going to tell you as well, because there's too much at stake to not choose courage. So may we always remind each other of these words spoken in Scripture. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. May we be encouraged and enlivened by the promise of that in our lives. And may we walk with risk, trusting God that the steps we're taking are the steps that we're supposed to go on with risk and courage and faith together. Uh, just feel like I need to pray. <laughs> Let's do this. Creator God, we are um, humbled in your presence and um, God, forgive us when we, we don't step out and, and speak, but you know our hearts that, that we, we fear and that we tremble before uh, the judgment of others. But God, help us, just like, like all those in Scripture, to have the courage to do the thing that you have called us to do. Thankful for those opportunities you've given in my life, God, and I pray for that in others as well. And God, convict us today. Convict us to have courage and faith, not just for ourselves, but for those around us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. <laughs>